Happy Saturday and welcome back. Today we are talking about changing your environment. I really used to not think that you were, you know, quote unquote, a product of your environment and like you are who you hang around. But recently I've discovered how true that is. So because you are a product of your environment, it's crucial that you are aware of what is surrounding you and what you allow into your mind. I notice that when I'm around a lot of great things, great things are what consumes me. Like when I'm around a lot of the houses in neighborhoods that I would want to live in, the only thing that's on my mind is how am I going to get a house like that? And that gives me ambition. It pushes me to go harder. But if I'm in areas like College Park or Kingston or somewhere that's in poverty, all I can think about is how I don't want that. And if you know the way that law of attraction works is when you are focusing so much on what you don't want, you attract more of that to you because you're not thinking about the things that you do want. And also, I'm a visual person, so I have to see what I want in front of me. And if I'm surrounding myself with a lot of things that I don't want, I'm not able to make myself see the things that I do because that stuff is consuming my mind. Even if mentally I'm seeing a different image, what's around me tends to be bigger than what's inside of me. So this is why it's important to be around people who want better, like people whose minds are on a higher elevation. When I was working in a gym, I was already working out. I mean, it depends on what you consider working out. Like, I was just maintaining what I already had going on, but I did not like cardio. I didn't lift heavy. I didn't have any definition in the areas that I do now, and I wanted those things, but I didn't know how to achieve them. And I wasn't around anyone who could show me. But being there allowed me to be surrounded by people who were doing these things. And I was able to see the way that they were doing it and who unknowingly motivated me and really got me to the point that I am at now. Like, I love lifting weights now. I love going bigger. I love being sore. I still cannot stand cardio, but I was able to see the people in front of me push themselves beyond their limits. And even though they didn't enjoy like doing some of the workouts, I could see how it was transforming them and it disciplined them and it's strengthening them. And overall, at the end of the day, they felt better because they pushed themselves harder than they would have if they were alone. And so being surrounded by them made me feel like one of them. And it made me aware that if they could do it, so can I. But not only that, I think having those people pushing me helped me get to where I wanted to be so much faster than I ever would have accomplished alone. Than I ever would have accomplished being on Instagram, looking at videos of girls in the gyms, with millions of followers, but complete incorrect form. And I say all that to say 
that being with people who don't think the same as you and who know more than you and who can help you is so important. There's like that phrase that says, if you're the smartest person in your group, then you need to find a new group. And I always thought I knew what that meant. I mean, I get it, but do I really need to find a new group? Like, what if we are all on the same page? Is is that cool? And to a certain extent, it can be, but at the same time, you don't want to be the only one who's helping all of your friends get to the next level. Like, of course, we want to help the people in our lives become the best versions of themselves. And I will be the first to say that I am definitely that friend that is going to push you to keep going, to push you out of your comfort zone. But I also need those people to push me. And not only push me, sometimes I need them to guide me to places that I've never been that they have. I have a friend who's a personal trainer and I look to them when I need something new out of my routine to grow in a way that I haven't. I have a friend who makes six figures and I come to them for advice about how to get to that point because, <laughs> duh, I want that too. I have a friend who if I call them crying, they are going to make me laugh and completely forget why I was even crying. I know we all want to remain faithful and loyal to our ride-or-die original friends that we've had since forever, like A1 since day one, but that's okay. You just have to make new friends. You have to evolve. Those people who have known you since 7, 10, 13 years they need to see that you're not the same person that they knew 13 years ago. And of course, the basics still say the same. Like, you're still loyal. You're still a great friend. I know me. I'm still as goofy as I was when I was five. I'm still as loyal as I was when I was 10. Like, I understand that. But you just can't be 15 years old anymore wishing for things when you're 25. You need to be making it happen at that point. When I was younger, I didn't think that you could have more than one best friend. Like, I didn't think that your circle should be bigger than a certain amount of people. And to be fair, it still should be relatively small when it comes to super personal things. Like, everyone does not need to know your business. And for the people in the back, Everyone does not need to know your business. Like, that gives a lot of people ammunition. Everyone is not looking out for your best interests. And everyone is not going to be able to help you the way that you need that help. A lot of people will be trying to hurt you. So, chill out on that. But I also noticed that I'm also weird about bringing my friends all around each other like all of them meeting each other and not because they wouldn't get along but because the people who are close to me I've met them 
each at different stages of my life. So the person who has been friends with me for X amount of years versus the person who's been friends with me for a shorter time period are completely different people. And they would probably think, what attracted you to this person? When in reality, if they spent more than, you know, a hangout together, they would see the similarities of me and them that allowed us to relate and become friends. Like my best friend who knows my entire life, she would know why I'm friends with someone that I just met a year or two ago. Because she knows every part of me. I mean, she's been with me since I was like, what, 14? So she's seen each stage for the past 10 years to know enough and to understand, okay, I see why this person became your friend, but they may not know why me and her are friends because they only know so much of me. But during that time of growth, I attracted different people in my life. I've attracted the people who I feel like God wants to be in my life, who help me get to the next stage that I wouldn't be able to do on my own. And that doesn't mean that my best friend can't help me. Like, she's a huge help. But she hasn't experienced everything. And her journey is not going to be the same as mine. So it's important for me to have friends outside of her that are going to help me elevate to get to where I'm supposed to be in my journey. And the same for her. She has to have friends outside of me that are going to push her towards where her goals are going. Either way, we ultimately both have the same goals. Like, we both know how far in life we're trying to go, at least for the next five years. And it's not the same path. Like, where I'm leaning towards is not where she's leaning towards, but that's why she has to have people who are leaning more towards that path. And we're still growing together. We're still learning together. But I can't teach her everything that she needs to be taught. And that's why having like a mentor is so important because there's somebody who you can look up to, meaning they have something for you to look up to. Not your friend who is making the same amount of money as you and living the same lifestyle as you. You need to see someone who does more. You have to be in the company of people who do more because it's true. The conversations are actually different. I remember going on a date with this guy and he was cool, but we didn't really like click in a romantic way. But our first date was with him and two other couples, which was kind of like weird for me because I've never been on a first date where it was hey meet my friends (laughs) like and all of them I think pretty much knew each other except for well no one of the girls she didn't know anybody else and so I was like okay me and her can relate but like I didn't really get to know him as much I guess and that was kind of like okay this is cool but uh (laughs) No, Um, but honestly, the date was great either way um, because the conversation was so different. 
I remember thinking I have never done this before. Like, I want to date you just to date your friends, just to be able to sit here and have this conversation. Like they asked questions that were analytical, like that actually made you have to think of the answers. Like where it wasn't like, what did the latest celebrity do today? Like, you know, how did Meg get shot? What happened with Tori? Like, it wasn't that. It was more so like, how do you feel about, um, I don't know, the lack of education in black communities? Like, not really that question, but something that made you think. Something that made you have to give an answer that was different than just a yes or a no or a small sentence. Like, I felt like I actually had to prove that I was smart, but it made me realize that I wanted to meet more guys like that. Hopefully, that leads to something romantic, but more guys that made me think that way, just change the conversation. That didn't just tell me I was pretty and not listening to anything that comes out of my mouth, but like that we can actually talk about something. It's important to have that in every relationship. Like I remember when I was dating this one guy and I asked him how he felt about abortion. And whatever answer I gave you know, before I asked him, because I really was just kind of venting, he ended up like basically giving me the same answer. I don't need anybody to agree with me. I mean, I don't, it's okay for you to agree with me, but I like for you to tell me something different, like add on to what I said if you're going to agree with me. And he was just like, you know, yeah. You know, what you said is like, like that's good. Okay, I understand that. Um, but what, what do you have? So you need people in your life who have different perspectives. Because, I mean, I know me. I'm set in my ways, kind of. Like, if I have an opinion about something, it's pretty much stuck. But I'm open to hearing other opinions. I'm open to you know, maybe adding something that you said onto my opinion or whatever the case may be, but it heightens my mind. Like, it makes me think more deeply about things. We really live in a world where it's take, take, take. And so you need to be around people, around things that give to you. Like, people who don't take your energy but actually that give you some of theirs around environments that aren't just toxic, but like consistently going to the club and consistently going out for drinks and consistently smoking. Like you also need to be in environments that give you a vision of what you want. Like being around neighborhoods that you like. You also have to watch what's feeding you like even the shows that you watch and I've always been a person like okay no a show isn't going to transform you a game isn't going to transform you and because I'm a psychology major like I studied a lot in school about the way that kids are affected by like video games and I'm that person who's like I really don't see how a video game can 
change your whole mind to go out and kill some people because you just did it on a game. However, there have also been murders based on games because there are idiots that go out here and actually do that. But I've also had to learn everyone doesn't think the same. So yeah, that wouldn't affect me and God forbid it affects, you know, my future kids, but that could affect someone who's sitting next to me. Like they might not be as strong-willed as me. You know, even they say music. Some of the music that you listen to, you allow it to get into your mind and you allow that to control the way that you think. I know that when I get mad, there's a certain type of music that I listen to. I know that when I'm upset, there's a certain type of music that I listen to. However, it just helps me. It's not going to really change my mood in a negative way. It's probably helping me in a better way. Unless it's probably like sad music when I'm like heartbroken or whatever. But overall, it's going to make me feel better. It's not going to do that for everybody else. And so be aware of who you allow to be in your circle, to be around you, to share your energy. Because I've even noticed with some of the people that I hang around, if they're talking to me, it's positive. It's great. But then when they're hanging out with other people, they tend to do the things that the other people are doing. And, of course, nobody's going to say, oh, I was peer pressured, yada, yada, yada. You don't have to be peer pressured. It doesn't have to be something that was said. It doesn't have to be like, okay, you know, do this. And then that's like, okay, I'm doing it. You literally can be surrounding yourself with the people who are doing the things and you end up doing it because they're doing it. They think that it's okay, and so you start to think that it's okay because it doesn't look like anything went wrong with them. And so, you know, when they go off with those people, they tend to do the things that they wouldn't do with me because they know I wouldn't do it. And no, it doesn't require you to always cut off people who you feel like you have a great time with because... We do have friends who we always have fun with that, you know, those are the people that we love going out with. However, you have to be aware of what you are allowing into your mind. So just take note of that because nobody's going to tell you, wait, you wouldn't do this. Like you're the one who has to be the say so over what you're doing. And it's important to Surround yourself with people who are good for your soul. Because at the end of the day, you are what you attract. And if you're constantly surrounding yourself with those toxic people, or I'm not even going to call them toxic, you know, because they're only toxic if you allow them to be when you're going out and stuff like that. But if you're only surrounding yourself with those people, they can determine how the next five years of your life will be. It can determine if you make it or not. So do you feel like you're surrounding yourself around the right things and people? Or are there some changes you feel like you need to make? 
let me know. And thanks for listening. Subscribe, rate, comment, and don't forget, I will be back next Saturday.